We are back live here on our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio broadcast. We are coast-to-coast. We are border-to-border on iHeartRadio today. Also, AMFM247.com. We have a tremendous guest with us today. Selene Castrovilla is with us today here on a broadcast, and she is an award-winning nonfiction and uh, fiction author. She is dedicated to uncovering hidden truths about both our nation's history and ourselves, and she has got some amazing, amazing books, and she joins us today here on our big broadcast. So tell me uh, how your, I guess, love of writing came about. Well, I actually always knew I was a writer uh, when I was a kid. What I didn't know was I would be writing bad things like George Washington because I thought history was deadly boring. But um, I always knew from when I held a pencil, I just knew what I was meant to do with it. Fantastic. Fantastic. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. You can join us coast to coast and border to border at iHeartRadio, or you can find us on amfm247.com. So you have got a lot of great books. You write so many genres. What ties them all together, my friend? Well... For me, it's, hu- it's humanity. We're all the same, whether we were born you know, in the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, or yesterday. We all have the same desires. Our hearts never change. So that's the thing that ties it all together. It is a great guest. She joins us today here on our broadcast. You can find us coast-to-coast and border-to-border on iHeartRadio. Now, what inspired you to write for children? Well, like a lot of people... When I had small children, I said, what can I do for them? Can, what can I have for them that they'll, they'll always know that I love them? I'm like, I can write a book. I could dedicate a book to them. So, of course, I wanted it to be a children's book. And I also uh, was, a, was around a lot of other children. And I said, wow, these kids, they, they uh, respond to literature so well. They're so enthusiastic. It means so much to them. And I wanted to be a part of that. Fantastic. It is a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border, on iHeartRadio today, and you can also find us on amfm247.com. So you have got uh, an amazing background when it comes to writing American history. What drew you to doing this? That came like a complete accident. I was visiting a sick friend. I live on Long Island, and he lives on Long Island, but he had just moved from another part of Long Island, and he told me about this historical stuff that happened where he had lived in Setauket, it's a very, very um, distant part of Long Island, way out, way out, way out east. And I said, well, what, what was it? He said, George Washington had a spy ring there. I said, what? I had no idea that we were involved <laughs> in the American Revolution and, and that we had spies. So that one visit changed my life. Amazing. Amazing. It is a great guest. She joins us today here on a big broadcast. How, how do people get a hold of you on the web or social media? Well, my website is my name, which is a little hard. S-E-L-E-N-E-C-A-S-T-R-O-V-I-L-L-A dot com. Uh, and then you, you can always write to me through there and check out all my books. Uh, and then also I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook author page. I have Twitter and I have Instagram, all with my name. Fantastic. We've got a great guest joining us today here on our big broadcast. 
And uh, what was the inspiration behind your women's fiction book, Luna Rising? That was very personal. It's basically the story of uh, my my divorce and uh, my subsequent romance and being a mother of you know being divorced and being a mom, but it was too much to write it as a memoir, just too painful, and it took me years to actually write it. I wrote I wrote notes as all these things were happening, and it took me uh, at least five years to to get through enough to let go of the pain enough to actually write it down. But it's not it's not a sad book. It's, it's very funny actually, but it's just for me it was painful. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. You can join us each and every day at kjagradio.com or live video at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-O-A-R.com. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast. We are live once again, Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 p.m. Mountain Standard, and you can download the iHeartRadio app and get us there as well. Now, you recently wrote a self-improvement book, it's called 10 Steps to Finding Happy. How did you wind up writing this? That was also a complete accident. Um, I, Whenever I meet people at book signings, at conferences, I do a lot of appearances, people just talk to me, just chatting, and they they contact me like, what you said changed my life. I'm like, what? And, you know, I was just talking with you, you know? And so, so many people were saying this to me that my son said, Mom, you could you should write a book with all these thoughts. Uh, you help people be happier. I'm like, you know what? Why not? And, and it all, I, it was serendipity. I have a friend who's a psychologist and we worked, we wrote it together with 24 experts. And it's, so it's a really unique self-help book. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast. Lynn Castrovella is with us and she is uh, just an amazing, amazing author. So, this uh, 10 Steps to Finding Happy, uh, what's been some feedback that you've gotten on this book so far? I have had so many letters from people saying that they changed their lives. Even more, like, it's just, we have, uh, like, a fan group that we meet with often, and it's just been completely astounding. Great reviews. I, I can't tell you um, how gratifying it is to know that I've made a difference in people's lives. It's, it's the most amazing feeling. It is a great guest. She joins us today here on our big broadcast. So tell me about your upcoming books. Well, I have a new book coming out about the Civil War, uh, one of those hidden truth things. It's called Seeking Freedom, Ending Slavery in America. And it's the true story of how slavery ended because Lincoln did not want to end slavery. And the people responsible have never gotten any credit. So that's coming out in 2022. It's actually on pre-order on Amazon. And I have another book about um, Savian Glover, the dancer. It's a, uh, it's a picture book biography about him. I started writing it when my kids were tiny and tap dancing. And now my kids are 26 and 21. And the book is finally coming out. That comes out from Holiday House, uh, also 2022. Fantastic. So I am, I am very interested in to hear more information about the, uh, the, the slavery book. Uh, tell me a little bit more about this. Well, there is a fort called Fort Monroe that's in Virginia. And actually, um, Obama made it a national monument because it is the place where slavery ended. A man named General Benjamin Butler um, was uh, confronted on his first, first, he was the commander there. His first night, he was confronted with three um, freedom seekers 
uh, who escaped, uh, the Virginia had seceded, and they went across, They stole a boat and rode to the fort, which was the only Union fort left. And they want they begged for um, to to be to be kept there so they wouldn't be separated from their families and taken down south to build uh, you know trenches and things like that, uh, arms things for the for the Confederates. And he was not supposed to keep them. He was supposed to send them back. That was the rule. But he called them contraband of war. By calling someone contraband, even a person, you could confiscate it because it's a weapon being used against the army. So everybody thought it was a joke. Aha, contrabands. How could you call people contrabands? But it spread. It became really popular. And it was the joke that ended slavery. Wow. So uh, you mentioned uh, that that. Popular belief is that Lincoln wanted to end slavery, but uh, but he really didn't. Uh, what what were some yeah. of the different things that you found on on that? Well, it's very easy to see that he didn't want to end slavery for anybody that really wants to look, because he announced it in his first inaugural address. He said, "I have no desire or inclination to end the practice of slavery in the United States where it exists." And um, Frederick Douglass was actually so distraught by this that he was ready to move to Haiti because he was so upset with what Lincoln said. Everyone <laughs> wow. felt betrayed. Yeah, it's it's really easy to find. He was he wanted to keep the union together, and he just did not care. Uh, yeah, he didn't care about ending slavery, and he was actually shamed into it by this contraband thing. He had to do it. It, it became so widespread that he had no choice. Wow. It is a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. So um, do you work on one project or at a time? How does this work for you? No, I don't. You know, these ideas are just like constantly pecking at my head. And even when I'm watching TV, I'll get an idea for something else, like something will spark me. So I'll generally be mulling about hmm, maybe a dozen ideas. I'll be writing little notes here and there, little scraps of paper, notebooks. And then, but I'll be writing like like a novel and a non-fiction book, non-fiction, sorry, non-fiction book simultaneously, uh, while I'm thinking of all these other ideas. Pretty amazing. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. And uh, so, your books. Uh, what what are what what are some of the different things that? Uh, I guess I guess what what I'm trying to get at is uh, compare and contrast some some of your books. Well, the novels are very raw and emotional. Um, there's a teen novel called Melt that's about a a, a, a family that uh, are, are abused by the by the father. Very, and it's true. It's 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 all from uh, my boxing coach's life, uh, Luna Rising Again from Truth. I, I I generally take the true true stories and mold them into fiction, uh, and then my my uh, nonfiction books are, are in a way, they're, they're also very raw, but they're much more, you know, they have to be, they have to be totally true. The research is the, the, the paramount thing, but I still use the human emotions as the main part of it. So you're reading about, uh, say, the battle, the battle of Long Island. I have a book called By the Sword about the Battle of Long Island. And then I have another book called Revolutionary Friends, uh, General George Washington and the Marquis de Lafayette. And you're reading the truth, but you're reading it from a perspective that you really have never heard before. Because it's about, like, the, the Battle of Long Island is about through the eyes of a guy who never, you know, he thought, it, he never realized that he had to look someone in the eye and shoot at them. And then he risked his life to save his horse's life. And then, I mean, Marquis de Lafayette was the reason why we became a country. He single-handedly 
stopped. Uh, he, he cornered the, the English uh, at the um, at the. Uh, oh my! I am having a uh, you know in, in the very last. <laughs> yes. Battle, yes. This happens sometimes. Uh, he very he cornered oh, he cornered them at the very last battle, and he is single handedly is responsible for for us winning the war. These are things that we don't really learn about, um, and and the fact that Washington treasured him as a son. He he called him son. The Frenchman. It's just amazing when you hear about these details, the human details behind the war. Fantastic. Well, I, I appreciate you making time for us today. Uh, how could listeners get in touch with you and uh, get your books and everything? Well, my books are all available on Amazon, including the pre-order for The Seeking Freedom. Again, my name is Selene, S-E-L-E-N-E, and then Castrovilla, C-A-S. T-R-O-V-I-L-L-A. My ex-husband always said it's Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro in a villa. And that's how you find me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate the time. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful day. There she goes. You too. And uh, she is tremendous. We are going to take a time out and be back with more Ooh. here on our big program.